Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 203, top fears you'll experience leveling up your mediumship and how to overcome them. Before I get into this episode, I want to remind you we have some exciting news coming up. We have our level two live coming up just around the corner. Be on the lookout to sign up and we have another exciting special coming up soon too. Lastly, I want to remind you we have our seventh annual psychic medium retreat seventh annual coming up April 22nd to April 25th. You must be a student. So if you want to get more info, send out a message to lindsay at lindsaymarino.com. Okay. So now getting into this episode, we know what happens when we're doing the mediumship thing. We know exactly the fears that come up. We've worked with thousands of mediums from all over, whether they're beginners or they've had 50 years of experience. We know the power behind moving through fears to reach your next level. Check out the episode to hear stories and ways to overcome those fears. There we go. We should be live. And we're live. Let's see. Are we live? We live, just make sure. Make sure we're on Facebook. Yes, it's working. All right, guys, we are back. Romeo says hi too. For episode 203, and this is an important one. This is all about fears in mediumship. And this is a much needed topic that we've had conversations with, with our clients. And then we've talked about over the years for me that I've been experiencing. And that started when I first started mediumship beginning. And then things started to shift. And I think that's what happens when it comes to fears with mediumship is they start to shift and they start to kind of dissolve yeah and it's this is a big topic because we've watched many clients let fear stop them oh yeah so they're stopping they're going they're putting all this energy into their mediumship and then they're stopping yeah and then they're putting all this energy into their mediumship and they're building up they got this momentum going and then they're stopping and every time they stop we realize it's because some of the fears we'll be talking about on this episode and then maybe some other fears Right. But the point of it is we're all going to feel fear because we're humans, mm-hmm. but we don't have to allow it to stop us. And that's right. the message we want to put across here on this episode. Oh yeah. It's so important. And it's really easy to get distracted with the noise around you, listening to what other people's fears are, whether it's your mediumship peers or um, people outside of the mediumship community. And you're, you're listening to, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be Um, Just watching things that aren't good to soak up and take in because everything that you're watching, you're digesting, whether you know it or not, subconsciously, we know the things that we listen to, we focus on and pay attention to, that's seeping into our conscious, unconscious mind, really. So I feel like that's an important thing. So when it comes to mediumship, I think the biggest thing that can come into play is the fear around what other people think. I think that was my biggest fear at the very beginning. You yeah, remember like what that. Your, what your family, what your friends are going to think. Mostly it's people closest to you because right. they've known you to be a certain way your whole life. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, you think you're a medium now? Like exactly. You're a healer? What's going on here? 
and it's a shock to the system, which if you think about it, just think about it logically, it makes sense. Give them time to let their systems become unshocked. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens sometimes is people, they, it's a new normal for you as you continue to do your mediumship, as you continue to show up, as they hear testimonials from other people. So I think it's so important to be patient here with this. Definitely. And the other piece to it is you're already not believing in yourself when you're starting any new thing, right? When it comes to entrepreneurship, that, that journey of going from being teachers to doing the entrepreneurship thing, automatically there's some feelings of feeling self-conscious with going from a career of training a certain way, putting in the time and hours, and then all of a sudden it kind of shifts to something else. You're going to feel nervous no matter what. So when we vibrate out that unsure feeling while we're building up the confidence, we're going to get every piece of internal resistance and re resistance from the outside world, right? Yeah, so you have that piece and then you have feeling like you're starting all over. And who likes yeah. to feel like they're starting all over with something? And we're talking about people that's had 20-year careers and corporate jobs. That's who we worked with with our clients. You, you were almost a decade into your teaching career. So it's like you get this sense like, you're starting over, you're starting fresh. And we always want to remind people that, yeah, in one way you are starting over because these are new skills you're learning, but in another way, like with you as a teacher, yeah. you could bring all these skills, all this experience that you've had in that field into this new field. So think about that. Think about what career were you in before you started mediumship or what experiences do you have? Any type of life experiences and see how you can bring that into your mediumship so that way you don't feel like you're starting all over and you're allowing that fear or that insecurity to stop you from making progress. You realize like, whoa, I already have a lot of momentum built here. Definitely. And it's funny that you said that because you don't even know what happened yesterday. I didn't get to fill you in. But when I was interviewed on that podcast, we talked about like briefly um, I was interviewed on um, Helen's Another Medium's podcast and she was talking about she felt like her career helped her with the mediumship thing because she was in entertainment industry and she said it helped her and same with the teaching for me and for you. We were talking about that like we came as teachers and now we lead um, adults in teaching too. So that's a big thing. Yeah, it's huge to realize that because you're not it's not like you're one years old and you have no life experience. And every medium's different. That's what's powerful about it too. Yeah. And you're gonna resonate with certain people because of your life experiences. Right. So as you soak those in and you're grateful for them and you feel that energy, it becomes alive with everything that you do, with every reading that you do, with every podcast episode that you create, if you're creating them about mediumship or whatever you're doing, you're engraving that into it. Mm -hmm. And you're making your impact. Yeah, definitely. So think about it when you first started with your mediumship, like the first year or the first couple of years, what was your number one kind of it was, fear? Really, it was getting, I was getting in my own way because I kept thinking, I kept tuning into other people's feelings about it. They were uncomfortable that I went from grieving to being the medium. And all of a sudden, Lindsay, Lindsay was just in a state of mind where she didn't want to leave her house. And then all of a sudden she's doing the mediumship thing. And now all of a sudden she's a medium. It was like that thought process that I had, like the fear of who do I think I am putting myself out there and 
they think, who do I think I am? Put myself out there. So it's that that common one of it what other people are thinking. What it was other people all, are for thinking. me personally, yeah. that's what it was. And I feel like that comes up like 99% of the time with people. Yeah. That's one of their fears. Definitely. We've noticed with our clients. Type in the comments thing. if that's yours too. Yeah. Because once you realize that you're not alone in this, like once I realized that, wait, everybody has this fear. Most people have this fear that's when it kind of took the stress away. It was like right. I could relax. I'm like, oh, so I'm not so different. It's not like I'm overthinking this. It's just like this is part of the path and we must overcome this. Yeah, and at the time you don't even know that it is part of the path until you start that's to educate yourself and right. like read the books with people that have done it before or um, listen to the to the podcasts or the, the courses that show like, wait, this is a normal thing. Another thing that comes up too, and this comes up with anything that you're learning is this teacher teaches this way, this teacher teaches this way and their concepts are conflicting. Mm -hmm. So who's right? And you know, people always want to figure out what's the right answer because we were taught this in K to 12. It's like, a, B, C, or D, you bubble in the right answer. And there must be a right answer. Well, we're here to tell you that in mediumship, when you're building your skills, there's not a right answer. All this shit was made up over time from humans. And yeah, there's some principles that work. There's some foundations that work. Figure out, like we always say, is like learn from all different teachers and right. mentors and then take everything with a grain of salt. Take, Take the positives that you like from each teacher, the things that resonate with you. Even as you're listening to this podcast episode, think about what's running through your mind right now. Like what insights are going on in your mind, even if it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. And that's how I believe education is. It's like we go in these mentorship groups, we go into level two, like we have our level two coming up yeah, in the mediumship. Uh, December. It starts every mm -hmm. year. We do this once a year and you go into it. And you figure out, what are my insights? What's the action step I could take from this, right? Rather than going into it thinking about, oh, I agree with that. I don't agree. That's right. That's wrong. It's like we could get in our head if we're doing that. Boom. Yeah. That, that's actually what I found was I was so focused on trying to um, convince my peers when I was in the mediumship classes that there's certain things that are going to resonate with you with certain teachers. Because for me... I think being teachers, we know what it's like to, we have to train to be the teacher, to make the lesson plans. So it makes you think a little bit differently where you're going to take pieces of, of education and agree with some and disagree with others. But when people are coming into learning a new concept and they, they take a class with one teacher and then they go with the, the other, they're comparing and they're not meant to be compared. Just like mediums are meant to be compared. You're meant to experience different pieces. And I always tell my students too, you know, what resonates with you right now, like keep it. What doesn't resonate, just leave behind because a year later it might make sense. But there are going to be, like you said, the foundational pieces. There are going to be times where we, we teach the foundational pieces so that you have some sort of structure, but you also have wiggle room to figure it out for yourself during the actual practice readings. You know, we know at the retreat what takes place. They get to, to be in these exercises and it, they start to recognize, okay, there's different ways of doing this. Yeah, exactly. And it's like looking at education as you're drawing from within. Like yeah. You're using all these things outside of yourself, the books, the mentors, 
to spark and figure out what's true for you within. It's like all the knowledge that ever was or will be is within you. You've heard that right. before. Like let's apply it over and over. Let's practice that whenever when we're being mentored, when we're in the classes and see what is ringing within, what's resonating within. Yeah. And then what action step can we take from that? Right. That's always the next step because we don't want to get caught in the learning loop either. The learning loop where you're like learning from this mentor, this mentor, this mentor, you're reading you're all these books, but you're not taking any action. You're just in your head. You're thinking, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. And um, like one of our mentors says, when you're in your head, you're dead. Yeah. And you are. And so think about that. Are you caught in a learning loop? And you know when you are, whenever you're, you're learning, like it's like I know when I am, whenever I'm reading a book. And then I feel like this uneasiness, like I need to go take action. Like, all right, I've already read enough of this. Like, I'm not applying enough of it. Mm -hmm. Let me just go apply one thing. Yes. It's like we almost think we need to figure out every little piece before we take one action. It's like it doesn't work that way. If you do it that way, you're going to be 50, 60, 70 years old before you... You're gonna be moving like a snail. Like you're not right. gonna get anywhere. And that's a common theme actually with the people that we work with. We work with all ages. Some people in their twenties, some people in their seventies, and, and there's a theme, common theme with people in their fifties where they'll come to us and they'll say, Oh my gosh, all these years, like I really wanted to do the mediumship thing or the energy healing thing, but I put it off. I put it off because I was afraid. Or, you know, it wasn't common to put myself out there then, or I had kids and now my kids are leaving the house and now I want to do it, but I'm, I'm frightened and there's frustration there. And there's a, a common theme of start, stop, start, stop. And there's shame that comes with that sometimes with, there doesn't need to be shame, but it's like just going forward and taking those steps. Yeah. Like whatever age you are, you're not, it's, you're not too old. If you're 50, right. you're not too old. If you're 20, you're not Think too young. Think about Morgan Freeman. It's like, exactly. He didn't have his break till what, like 50 or so. And the thing is, is you just take action. That's what we're trying to tell everybody here is like, when you're listening to this, put it into action. Don't wait another 10 years, 15 years, whenever you think you're going to be a lot better or things are going to be perfect. Like be willing to suck. And that's what most people aren't. They're not willing to like fail, to have a bad video, to have a bad podcast, to have a bad reading. And if you're willing to do that, those are the people that we noticed. We've uh, we've helped, we've worked with hundreds at this point on a deep level. Thousands, yeah. On a deep level, perhaps even thousands, to where we realize it's like, just learn a little bit and take action. Learn a bit. Don't stop learning. Right. Continue that's the learning. Thing. And that's another thing. Sometimes people think, all right, I got this certification. Look at me. I got, look at my certification. I'm certified. I'm a NLA double PR certified medium. And people don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Like when you say all these letters, like half the people don't even know and half the people right. don't even care. It's like, yeah, that's cool to get the certifications. I'm not like downplaying that, but don't think because you took a mediumship certification course that you're done. Right. It's just like if you if you're in college, don't think that just because you did four years of college or even six or eight, it's like you're an educated person. But Bob Proctor would always say there's no such thing as an educated person. You're either learning or you're not. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. Be the learner. Be the one that's a lifelong learner, but then you're continuously applying your insights into these small action steps too. And it reminds me of when we were teaching. They had in-service points. Where we had to to keep up with our certification, you had to have a certain amount of service points throughout the year. 
And that's why repetitive knowledge is so important because every year you're going to be different. I think the big thing that you just mentioned was, you know, don't stop learning. If you're taking a class, there is a balance between it. It's <clears throat> taking the class and doing the readings, you know, for mediumship. The only, you can take, like we have self-study courses for mediumship, but if you're not practicing the readings with the self-study information, then you're staying still. Like you're taking in the knowledge, but you're not applying it. So when you said the application, it is all about doing the class, you learn, learn a little bit, do a practice reading, do it again, and repetition is, is the key. Um, and the more readings that you do practice with, you're gonna have more fears come up too because the other fear for me was, okay, if I'm on top with this reading, I did an excellent reading, now I'm afraid to ruin that streak of having that great reading. Now I need to do another one. What if it's not as good? And then what if I can't get that back? That as you notice, thing. she's in her head right now. So She's in her head thinking she's right. doing all that. And that was the thing that I was doing. It was like, it was draining me. And then I finally got so sick of hearing those thoughts that I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm making the decision to keep on practicing, keep on doing my thing, and I'll get better. Because over time, when you put in the hours, you're going to always continue to get better. But not putting that pressure on yourself to think, it has to be perfect because it's never going to be perfect. Yeah, like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. That's why I've been working on my e-course for three years. Or right. That's why I did it. It's like, no, you're fucking scared. Just yeah, admit a, it. There's when, another When people level to say it. that you're a perfectionist, it's because you're fear. You don't want to... It's another... It's like a, a polished word to say, I'm fucking scared. I'm yeah. fearful. That's why I'm like working behind the scenes on this e-course that it's like, no, just quit that. Take action well, I remember, and be willing to mess up. Yeah, it sucks messing up, right? Mm -hmm. But be willing to. Well, with my e-course, before I started the mediumship course, I was so focused on all the technology pieces that I, I didn't take action for probably a year until I went out with a business friend. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? You're a natural teacher. You were an elementary school teacher. What are you waiting for? You're just doing readings and people are asking for more information. And finally, I'm like, okay, I got to make a change. Even down to this podcast, um, I kept saying to Tony, well, Tony, let's wait for the, the new mics to come before we start up the, the podcast episodes again. And I'm like, no, we can't do that. We got to just start it now. Um, so there's so many things that you can kind of get in the way of actually taking action, whether it's from fear, whether it's from you know procrastination, I don't feel like it's really procrastination. I feel like it goes along with fear. It's all fear. I feel like it's kind of dragging your feet. Yeah. And, and once you're aware of it and you can go push past it, you start to recognize, wait, I'm going to experience this all the time if I let it take me down. I'm going to let it stop me. But instead, let me just take the action and keep plugging forward. You know, even if you have to move slow. That's but the powerful part because as you're moving, like we're believers, we talked about this a lot about like when you're moving your body, you, you, you start to activate wisdom. Like you start right. to engrave things into you. So when you're taking action, it's not just about like getting the result. It's what's happening, happening in the process. Like you're moving your body, you're putting your body into these principles, into what you're learning and you're embodying it. Right. Right. And you can't do that just sitting and reading books. Like you could try all you want to learn about swimming by reading a book, mm -hmm. but until you jump in or riding a bike, until you ride the bike, 
Um, you're not going to really get those insights, those clear expert insights that you only get through taking action. Yes. And the physical body is just like the voice. So if you're keeping your thoughts inside and you're not talking about what you're learning, you're not going to hold that information as long either, you know? And, and the speaking is connected to the body too. I'm just realizing that because I'm taking a course on um, communication pieces. Like there's different aspects of your voice and I start to recognize that. So it's kind of interesting how everything's linked together and we mm -hmm. kind of forget this when we're doing the work that we're doing um, and we can easily stay in the bubble. And I think that's another fear that comes up is, what if my town, that's our clients have said that, well, I live in a small town. What if the people in my town aren't responsive to mediumship? What if um, I, I'm not respected in my town or people think of me in this way and I'm thought of it in that way? It's like, it's all connected to what you're thought of or if you're not received. Yes, and we have students that are in small towns. Oh, definitely. That are crushing it. That oh, are continuously yes. leveling up their mediumship in a small town to where other people think, oh, I'll never be able to make it there, but she's making it. Yeah. And you mentioned with the communication piece, like putting your voice to all of this mm -hmm. and then the practice and all of it. That's why I love our um, Unlock Your Inner Medium program. Oh, I know. Which happens, what, every September to... Um, to uh, Mar for February, March. February, March, because that's what we do in there. We apply our insights. We do the readings, right? We do the yeah. practice readings. The students have a chance to share their voice and put words to the information that they're learning in the moment. And I think that's why we get such great results because yeah. we're including the body, we're including the voice, we're including the um, knowledge Everything and the goes. practice for the readings. Yeah. So, Whatever you're doing, make sure you're including all this into your practice Yeah. if you want to get the best results. And this is just what we've seen. And we've had a lot of experience over the last, really, I, I quit my teaching job six years ago, went full-time into this. You've been at this full-time I mean, for over a decade. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just see a lot of patterns over time. And once you start to recognize patterns, it starts to become very, you know, a lot more simple to... Uh, level up to help people grow their mediumship because you realize, oh wait, the patterns of whenever people do things like this, they get great results. But if they don't and they do it like this, they don't get as good results. Mm -hmm. So we realize like when you're using your voice, you're using your body, you're learning, you're with like-minded people and you're practicing, you're putting your insights into practice. It makes That's it how you faster. get the education. That's how you get the transformation. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it happens quick too. Like I think a lot of people say, well, it has to take forever to do mediumship. It really doesn't have to if you're very like focused and fully immersed. Totally immersed, right? But I want to say another fear that's kind of off topic from this, but I think that there's a lot of people that have feared this and maybe not vocalized it. But I know for me years ago, when I first started my mediumship journey, I was afraid because of the online world, you know, you're out there. Um, I was really afraid to share my own beliefs, maybe not necessarily connected to my teachers, you know, that I learned from. So I was like, ooh, is this gonna be wrong in their eyes if I share this? So that was something that I had like in the back of my mind, ooh, what if my peers don't agree with this? Or what if my teachers don't agree with this? And it's, you know, going against the principles that I learned from them. 
So that was something that was really, it really weighed on me. It, it held me back. And I was just doing it to myself. I, I was really kind of keeping myself in a space where I was not sharing as much as I could because I was afraid of, you know, what would that be looked at as, you know? And the truth is that as you put information out there, you have a podcast, you're putting things out into the world, you're going to have some of your peers, right. maybe not your previous mentors, maybe so, but some of your peers are going to disagree with some of the things you're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's and, normal. And you have to accept that, right? You have to be okay with that. Right. And it took me a while to figure out that actually, if I am sharing my truth, then I am going to get people that aren't agree, agreeing. And if I'm not sharing my truth and just kind of like sugarcoating certain aspects of what I believe in, I'm probably going to get every single person to agree, but that doesn't make me feel right. And you know? you're going to be drained out of your mind. So it, it is draining. So I was holding back at that time, but I've seen other students where they're like, well, I could see it this way and I could see it that way. And they are drained and they feel like they're not really kind of pulling out their authentic beliefs out into the world because of that fear. So there's so many different parts to it, but I think it's important to look at this and think, have I ever felt that way? Has that come up for me? Um, and, and really it's all about the overthinking and not staying focused on your path. I think that if you can imagine that there's a beam of light coming down and it's guiding you on your path and you're trusting it and you're allowing it to almost pull you down to the, the destination that you need to go in the direction, you start to realize that you lose use less energy and you feel more focused when you just stay laser focused on this light. I think that's the biggest thing. It is, just get to serving people. If right. you're a medium, go give readings. Yeah. If you're a writer, go write. Like if you're not doing what you want to do yeah. and you're just reading about writing or you're reading about readings. No, go give readings. If you're a it's coach, the same. go coach. If you like basketball like I do, I just played this morning. Go play basketball. Like put yourself out into the world. Yeah. It's okay. Like mm -hmm. you're going to stumble. You're going to have days that are um, frustrating. You'll probably have days where you cry. You'll have all these different days, but it's worth it because you're following your calling. You're mm -hmm. following that instinct. You don't want to get to the end of your life where you're looking back and you're like, damn, that instinct was telling me to do this over and over and I never tried it. It was Bronnie Ware who studied that, right? With people that were past, she was a palliative nurse and mm -hmm. she would uh, take care of people the last couple of weeks or couple months of their life. And one of the top fears was, I wish I would have, I forget exactly how they phrase it, but I wish I would have followed my calling. I wish I would have followed what I loved or what I felt calling me to do in this world rather than what other people expected right. of me, what my husband or wife expected of me or what my family expected of me. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I would have followed that instinct. So follow your instinct, get out into the world. If you already are doing that, awesome. We have a lot of people that are listening to this episode that you're out there, you started your mediumship business, you're either part-time or full-time and you're crushing it. Continue to do that and continue to level up, continue to level up your impact through some of the principles that we shared, that we learned by recognizing these patterns of what works and what doesn't work over time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that's the big thing is continuing, you know, continuing that process. Um, we hope that you enjoy this episode. I think we covered a lot today. Share with us in the comments if there's any fears that you have that we named or ones that we missed that you've experienced in your mediumship journey, whether it was at the beginning 
or you're facing now. And we just want to remind you, we have so many exciting things coming up. There is something coming soon that be on the lookout for, um, but also level two. Level two, Unlock Your Inner Medium Live is coming up. If you're someone that's interested, send a message and when it's active, we will give you that link. And the other exciting thing that's coming up for any students that have been with us is our Unlock Your Inner Medium um, Psychic Medium Retreat, which is coming up April 22nd to April 25th. So And you must be a student. Yeah, you have to be a student, definitely, without a doubt. So if you want to figure out how to become a student, you're not a student yet, send a message over. We're doing phone interviews and um, Zoom interviews to answer your questions and also to see if you're the perfect fit for the retreat. We only take 10 people. This is our seventh annual, I can't believe it, seventh annual yeah, retreat. Yeah, this is huge. This is a retreat for us just as much as it is for every student that walks through that door. When you walk through the door and you leave, you're a different person. That's all I can say about it. Just go watch some of the videos we've made over the last couple of years or ask some of the yes. people that, that have been to this retreat. They'll tell you for themselves. So powerful. So if you want more info, go to lindsaymarino.com or tonycmitchell.com. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.